You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. You can also email the show, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join us this weekend to get in on the action and conversation. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Well, Ulysses, your Tampa Bay Rays win their sixth straight game in incredible come from behind fashion down five, nothing. And they come back to win the damn thing nine to seven. Yes, it is the Orioles, but still impressive. Nonetheless, this was a stolen, a stolen W, you know, this is most games that start out with a five run second inning to your starting pitcher. That's mm-hmm. not going to bode well for you. I actually looked this up on fan graphs and the winning probability for the Orioles after having that lead was 95.2%. So this was a stolen W. I think these are the kind of games that for the fandom, you turn off the channel or you do something else, or maybe you don't pay right. attention close to the game. If you're in the clubhouse, your enthusiasm might be on the on on the floor or even <laughs> underneath that floor, <laughs> and and everybody just kind of kind of wants to like, all right, we'll just talk it up and and come back tomorrow. But they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Yarbs settled down for three innings, provided the team some length. That's great to see. Randy came off like it was October of 2020. Love to see that because it was about time that we saw Randy rake all day all day yeah. and all night uh like like he did uh in October. I was just thinking that because it really didn't seem like so far this season 40 plus games in that Randy hasn't really had that breakout superstar game. Really what we know from him so far this season is the fact that Kevin Kiermaier stole a fly, fly ball from him. Like that's the <laughs> seems like that's the most significant thing that's happened in the world of Randy. Although I mean he's put together a very solid rookie campaign. I just don't think we, we didn't have that October or late 2020 game where he gets a couple home runs, he gets four hits and he has a tremendous uh, home run robbery catch the at the wall. Like it was all, he, he's the guy that we've been waiting for him to have this breakout game. And maybe this really spurs something for him going forward as well. Hopefully, hopefully it was great to see, but I, I, I want to go back to that home run uh, grabbing catch Love the little fake out he tried to do, uh, yeah. saying that it was on the <laughs> on the bleachers. Nobody believed him, which is awesome. Maybe maybe Dwayne kind of uh, hesitated on the call, which was great. But that's what you want to see in baseball. These guys having fun, and, and I love that the ribbing that Kevin Kiermaier uh, gave yeah. Randy. So it, no, I, it, I don't know if you I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Kiermaier actually jumped over the wall and tried to steal that catch before <laughs> Randy could get to it. He tried to. 
you know, shoestring that thing and try to jump over and leap and, and get it. But uh, alas, yeah, that, that yeah. didn't happen there. Of course, maybe I was a little bit hard on Kiermaier yesterday. He, he came back and returned in solid fashion. Can he keep well, it up? I don't know. Can he stay healthy? I don't know. Those are big questions. I, again, I'm going to give us props because maybe we uh, spooked KK about our yeah. Phillips praise and, and all the good that uh, Brett Phillips has done. Then he's like, no, no, no. Wait for it. Locked on Rays. I'm going to get a couple knocks. I'm going to be looking good in the field. I'm going to hustle. And at the end of the game, he actually might have had the best at bat of the game. I will give KK that. That walk. Because I was, as soon as I saw that little curve, little slider down and away from Fry uh, from the left side, and then Willie Adama somehow gets a walk. Very good walk by Willie. But as soon as I saw that curve slider thing going down and away from my lefty, I was like, okay, KK is going to swing through this like there is no tomorrow. The hips are going to fly wide open. We all know the routine, but he didn't. Fry kind of stayed away from that pitch, which surprised me. He kind of went more fastballs against Kiermaier. Kiermaier is a fastball hitter, so he wasn't able to locate that fastball. And KK, you know, took advantage and said, you know what? There's no pitch here for me. I'm going to take my walk. And then G-Mon Choi. G-Mon Choi. The savior. I I said it. When he returned, he'd be the savior. Look, (laughs) this is the time we talk about, oh, the Rays offense hasn't been there for much of the season. Now... Everybody, for the most part, offensively is healthy. Everyone's well, there. Choi's back, KK, Mejia, the list goes on and on. You, you talked about winning six straight games, but they have actually won 12 of their last 16, too. And they've yeah. outscored opponents 53 and 22 in, in this six-game streak. They've, they've, they've had to come back from multiple runs and multiple times, I think like four games now, three, four games now they've had yeah, to come back. I have it's, the list here actually. So incredible. the Rays, the Rays logged their biggest comeback win since being down six against Toronto in August of 2019. Ironically, I, I think that was one of those nine, eight games. We, yes. we remember those very well against the Blue Jays. Yes. Uh, so this is their third uh, from a multi-run deficit during the winning streak in 12th of the season. So 12th comeback of the year. That's what wow. you've got to do with that as well. So again, uh, all around good win. Uh, I will say though, okay, uh, level of concern at all for Yarbrough and the idea of him being a traditional starter. I know that you look at the line, it's only three earned runs, but he did give up seven hits. It it was six runs. It was three homers, two walks, and just two strikeouts. And the, the cutter got hit pretty hard as well. 84 yeah. pitches and just four swings and misses as well, I should note. That is the, the stat that, I, that is worrisome to me. And, and the long ball, you know, it's not very uh, encouraging to see from Yarbrough because he is the, the major leagues leading guy in soft contact. Right. So when you're get you're giving up hard contact, uh, then in your Yarbrough, that that's, that's a red flag. I, I really would hate for Yarbrough to become just a bulk guy, a reliever. I think he, he has it in him, but look, the three year stats of him being used as a bulk guy after an opener. And then as a starter, they're different. And it's, it's, uh, you know, Jekyll and yeah. Mr. Hyde kind of thing. And I, 
I think it has to be addressed. And, and look, they, if the Rays do want to put themselves in a situation to succeed and they want to put their players in a position to succeed, then, you know, this has to happen. And look, Michael Walker's coming back soon, isn't he? So right. there is going to be some shuffling on that rotation. And we'll see Chris Archer, apparently mid-early June, uh, could be his return. So you've got a lot of new arms that are coming in. And we talked about the arbitration and all that. The Yarbrough situation is going to get handled. But before we go to break, I would really like to say, you know, yesterday we talked about the race struggles against left-handed pitchers. John Means is fighting for that Cy Young. They got to him. They got to mm-hmm. a lefty and they got to a really, really good lefty. And Mike Brasso, who needs to start to get going, he started it. He got going yep. with that two-run home run uh, in Camden Yards. So good for Mikey Brasso to do, to do that. That's more of what you need to do. You're in a position to succeed. You've hit John Means well. Hit him. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to hit lefties. That's your role. You got to hit lefties. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about Willie Adamas and some of the other guys batting average, but Mike Bross is batting 163. So he has to get it together at some point. And again, I, I don't want to keep going back to this conversation, but the thing that concerns me about uh, Ryan Yarbrough is, does he really have an intimidating wipeout strikeout pitch? I, I think, you know, when you get to two strikes, can he really rear back and, and give you something that befuddles hitters? And I'm not really sure if he can do that uh, going forward. And I think it's just one of those things. Look, there's some pitchers out there that they're not built to be, to, to get the last three outs of a ball game. And, and that's okay. There's still a role for, for other guys. And maybe the role is for Yarbrough to be the bulk guy, or at the very least just work out after an opener or something like that, where there's not as much pressure to start the game. And you can kind of see how the hitters are swinging a little bit and see how the, the strike zone is called and, and, you know, work off the uh, the confusion that a hard throwing righty might, yeah, a hard throwing righty for the Rays might give you, and then you bring in Yarbrough, the soft tossing left lefty, and he he benefits from that there. So it's definitely something I think the Rays are having conversations about, and and we'll have to figure out at some point because it's a shame. I don't know about you. Do you do you next next time he's up for, uh, up to pitch? Do you want him in as a traditional starter? I mean, I would I would have thought this was his chance With against the, Baltimore, the Orioles. Yeah. 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 I, look, I think it's a shame that you 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 said that uh, that he doesn't have a wipeout pitch because that's the way that baseball is evolving, right? I mean, if you're not right. putting up high Ks, then you know you're not worth anything, and that sucks because Ryan Yarbrough is actually when he's on, he's a really good, uh, uh, he's a fan friendly pitcher and by that i mean you get to see the athleticness of your defense you get to see balls put in play which is what baseball needs so right. i'm all for the ryan yarbrose of the world the problem is is that like you said if you don't have the high case if you don't have that wipeout stuff then baseball is kind of forgetting about you and and you know the ryan yarbrose of the world are the cc sabathias of 2017 2018 you know it's usually the veterans the old guys that don't have that stuff anymore so they have to learn how to pitch ryan yarbrose is doing that at 26 already so he's kind of a different monster the starting against bulk it it's coming to a head real quick yes yeah um, can I say this too? I know we've been critical of some guys, namely Willie Adamas, and I know he made that error earlier on in the game, but he did make the very last play of the game, which you put Wander Franco in that spot, Vidal Brujan in that spot, Taylor Walls in that spot. Do they make a play deep in the hole, 
high tense, high pressure situation and have the wherewithal to throw to second quickly and somewhat accurately to get the final out. I mean, that, those are the little things that, that that's where hundreds and thousands of reps in minor league ball and at the alternate site or whatever makes a difference to where it's so natural. You don't even have to think about, okay, ball in the hole, backhand it, throw it to second, get the out and the game. I think we've never had an issue with Willie Adamas making the highlight real play. Our biggest gripe, I, I think, is the routine play. You, you got to make the routine play and the chrome against no chrome. Willie Adamas has got plenty of chrome, but sometimes right. when it's hit right to him, he'll bobble it. So I, honestly, great play. Great wherewithal also by Brendan Lau to pick that up. Like a that first is baseman. true. I will give credit to him as well. Brendan, Brendan Lau just uh, picked Willie up that right there. Great play by Willie. But ultimately, if I have to pick chrome against no chrome, give me no chrome. I want the 99% plays that need to be made all the time. But I mean, he does make 99% of the plays that need to be made all the time. It's what was the last time he made an air after that? I, now you might Yesterday. want 99.9%. Well, yeah, I'm, 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 again, he makes the highlight real catch and you love that. But honestly, the routine play is what gives him the, 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 the yips and, and the throws to first. Sometimes he's gotten better, but again, right. I would rather have a guy that is stable on the, on the 100% routine balls. than Oh, did you, do you remember that catch? The highlight real catch? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. But those don't happen all the time. You hate Willie Adamas. I get it. That's okay. <laughs> you, you got actually, something against him. No, I actually have looked this up on Fangraphs. He's actually rated top 10 right now defensively. Very good job by Willie Adamas. Okay, the then field. why are you criticizing him? You're top 10 defensively. That's, that's elite. Great. But all I'm saying is if I have to pick a shortstop, I would rather have a guy that's no chrome than chrome because the chrome plays are once every blue moon, man. Okay, the, so you'd rather game, have so you'd rather have Joey Wendell at short then, if he is able to provide me better routine percentage made plays, then yes. Again, those are the ones that happen all the time. Okay, I, I didn't want to get into this discussion, but I think part of being a shortstop, <laughs> you have to make those. He makes great plays. He makes those seem routine. I don't know how to put it, how else to put it, but again, Brendan Lau had to pick him up. If, if, if Willie Dom is great getting there, hopefully he's not hurt, but again, yeah, but if uh, you don't even get to the ball, then that's a run scored at least. And so. again, but, but we're, we're, we're grabbing on the same thing here. Okay. Uh, great, highly real catch. I'm not debating that. It's just that, it, you know, overall, you know, I'd rather have a guy that can always throw to first without, you know, making g do the splits. Okay. Uh, we'll move on. This yes. isn't the Willie Adamas podcast. No. Uh, investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's W E A L T H F R O N T.com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings today. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything 
from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always, always reliably low. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle and be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses, uh, we went a little bit long on the first segment, so just want to kind of throw this out there. What do Corey Kluber, Spencer Turnbull, Wade Miley, John Means, Carlos Rodon, and Joe Musgrove have in common? Should we add uh, Madison Bumgarner to that list? I, I, I don't know about you, but uh, I think they I guess you could in a way. Yeah, That is true. So uh, there have been six no-hitters Wolf. thrown so far this season do you know what the modern era record of no hitters in a season is i'm gonna go with eight seven seven wow. so one more we're in we're at the quarter pole of the season <laughs> i think this record is going to be broken oh my god this is becoming by the way there's also been 21 complete games thrown i'm telling you what this is becoming no hitters in complete games. We're, we're seeing a shift here. This is going to be as common as 400-yard games in the NFL. Like, Jameis Winston throws for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns in a season. The next season, he's a backup. Like, that's the level that we're getting to with what's going on. This uh, is also, the- Cleveland, Seattle, and Texas have been no-hit twice already. <laughs> Holy Look, crap! Uh, uh, this is this is uh, a... a, a, a a snapshot. This is the microcosm of Manfred uh, at the wheel here. He says, look, we got to put more balls in play. We got to speed the game up. Uh, So we're going to doctor the ball and that's going to help everything out. Turns out, guess what, buddy? Nope. You just helped out the pitchers even more. They have even more movement. There are no more balls put in play. The home runs have, (laughs) have kind of come down at source. We can talk about Willie Adamas uh, as well there. Boom. Um, This is Manfred at work. You know, he's trying to do one thing and he achieved another completely uh, different thing. He, He, it's 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 crazy man and and they're back to back didn't the turnball and 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 kluber go back to back nights like that never happens like that's insane that's insane look i think no hitters are fun i think they are good for the game and good for young kids to see that 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 is that that sort of achievement can be uh completed that can be made also for pitchers around the league to say look he went the distance. I can go the distance too. I think that's also great for the game. You said complete right. games are are kind of coming back. Great. I love, love, love that. I love it. I love the innovation by the Rays and all that moving parts. But if I had my cake and then I could eat it too, I would rather have the 2012 rotation of the Rays yeah. where the guys are competing every time out there for a complete game. That's that's more fun. You know what's funny? Baseball might be the only sport that is like going backwards in terms of offense and scoring. Every other sport is emphasizing 
offense and points and yep. goals. NHL asked the Tampa Bay Lightning about goal scoring. Uh, <laughs> NFL had a record season as far as points scored. They've done a lot to make it really tough on defensive backs going up against wide receivers. NBA, I mean, I, th- there was a game the other night. The Indiana Pacers beat the Charlotte Hornets like 147 to 111. That's crazy. College basketball, they, they've moved the shot clock from 35 seconds to 30. The, the only thing that's going to save baseball and Manfred is, is the legalization of sports gambling. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe Pete Rose was onto something there. Dude. That's it, because there's a game every day, and this is getting absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Yes, it is a great story to see the no-hitters and the perfect games and the complete games, but mm-hmm. at some point, it becomes diluted if everybody is doing it all the time, like a, a yes. double-double or a triple-double in the NBA where, well, nobody else is going for a rebound. So yeah, Russell Westbrook is going to snatch that thing from the air and, and add to his stats. And so, yeah, you, you can't, uh, you can't have every day be special because then right. no day is special. I mean, right. You can't do yes. that. Look, I think no hitters are so special uh, that it'll take some time for us to be like, Oh, that's nothing. So like right now it's still kind of, it, it, it's still impressive. And Perry thinks so yeah. too. Uh, but uh, you know, I think something has to be done. You can't like, you can't do this to the sport where the guys can't even hit like the Cleveland team and, 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 and the Texas Rangers and the Seattle Mariners two times. What are the, the rays of, tw- of 2009? Well, what is this? Yeah. It, it's incredible. Question question. So with all the no hitters that are going around, do you think the rays this season either get, a no-no of their own, or they get no uh, a no-no against them. Either What's more likely? Bad or no? Do you think either of those scenarios happens? And I guess you could say more likely too. I mean, honestly, well, more likely with the, yeah, the strikeout rate. Know. And <laughs> yeah, I think we know what that is. But at the same time, Glass now gets on a roll. I could also see that happening too. Yeah, and, and you know, again, he could walk and, two guys and still throw no hitter. I mean, exactly. But the, the, again, who is at the helm? It's Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash. That is true. Cash, Cash, Crash, Mister Crash. Um, In two so, thirds, we're pulling you. <laughs> Eight two. Th- imagine. No, no. no In two thirds and two strikes, we're pulling you, bud. <laughs> the guy has a no hitter. Oh, two counts. Game. Nope. Gotta gotta bring Cody yeah. Reed in here. Let, let me oh let me get gosh. some Colin McHugh action. Um. Look, uh, no, I, likely we, bo- everybody in Rays fandom knows that the likeliest thing to happen of those two scenarios, unfortunately, would be for the Rays to be no hit. We've seen how the bats can get cold and they can get cold in a hurry. So right now, let's enjoy this, this streak of, of offense. I think they've actually yeah. scored seven runs in the last four games. So that's fantastic. Right. Let's keep that up. But talking about that, yeah, um, it would be the bats going cold in these two scenarios. Honestly, I think this could happen with the CBA and everything. I think MLB is going to have to change the ball again, like yes. change it back, reverse it yeah. back. I've heard that pitchers actually, I mean, we can see from the numbers, but like something with the seams, they can get a better grip and more spins. But you haven't really like cracked out on the pine tar and the substance. So yeah. like, because you haven't cracked down now the seams. So like they have an extra advantage and some, I, apparently it's lighter too, Kevin. So the fact that it's lighter, like they can actually manage it and throw it with more speed, with more spin. Like it, you're making look, 
What have we heard since we're five years old, Kevin? Everybody here is that the hardest thing in sports, the hardest thing to do is hit that damn ball with a baseball bat. That's that's number one. And when we heard that 100 miles an hour was unheard of, was mythical, was like a Herculean thing to do. How you can't right now, right now, you can't count the guys uh, with with your two hands uh, that throw 100. You, you don't have enough fingers and you don't even know all of them at, at right. times that can throw a hundred. So uh, it's a different ball game. It, ev- it evolved very, very quickly. The exponential improvements that you saw from pitchers since 2008 uh, till now, I, I mean, it overshadows the improvement that hitters have, ha- have seen. Look, I think the razor do. What was the last no hitter? Matt Andres. Is that no, right? No, that was a complete game for Matt. Okay, Andrews. complete game. Yeah. Have the Rays ever pitched a no hitter? Maybe not. Matt Garza, 2010, July 16th. I Look think. at that memory. Okay, so the what you're saying is the Rays are due. It's yeah. been 11 years. Yeah. Everybody and, else is getting one. And we got perfected by Felix Hernandez. I was at that game, as you know, oh, buddy. Boy. Um, that was in 2012, right? August, 2012. So the Matt Garza no hitter was in 2010. So if one has to come, can it be glass? Can it be the tea glass bringing mm-hmm. it down? I would love that. Although it could also be somebody that you wouldn't expect. I mean, Spencer Turnbull's out here throwing no right. hitters. So, <laughs> yeah. but I, I would imagine Kluber. that. Yeah. Corey Kluber. Oh man. We yeah. could have had Corey Kluber. Oh my God. Uh, if, if the Rays just raised their price by, you know, a million and a half or whatever, they, they probably yeah. could have, but you know, can't, can't stretch the purse strings have to use that money on, Chris Archer, where's he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's not good. Oh, I don't know. Uh, the, also, MLB is now becoming, here, I'm going to patent this, Manfred League Baseball. MLB, Manfred League Baseball. That's oh, what we're in that's right now. Good. That, TM it. Topkin, you can take it for a headline. There you go. <laughs> Just give me a little credit here. Man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and remember to use that promo code locked on L O C K E D O N L O C K E D O N. And okay, Ulysses, the Rays are seeking a sweep today in their seventh straight dub. Uh, this is a day game, 1235 p.m. We've got uh, Grandpappy Rich Hill going up against Dean Kramer. I assume that Rich Hill and his, uh, I don't know, maybe he's an early riser considering his age, or maybe he likes to sleep in a little bit. Whatever. Uh, what are you expecting for today's game between Hill and Kramer? He's got to get that early bird special, doesn't he? That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, he's yeah. going to the you know local breakfast spot at you know right when the doors open at 6 a.m. Gets his he's, little coffee, his muffin, and uh, goes, uh, opens up the newspaper. He still probably buys the newspaper in person and reads it. Yeah, or he uses he, it for bird feed as well. Could do that. Yeah, well. go, <laughs> goes to a first watch and gets that uh, wheat toast. Uh, look, he's working on a seven and t- seventeen and two thirds scoreless yeah. inning streak. Grandpappy Dick showing the young boys how to do it. So. That's really nice. Uh, has lowered that ERA to 426. 
impressive stuff, uh, really, by by the veteran. And last time out there, uh, he was against the Yankees, and it was that victory on that uh, on that series to get a victory and, and avoid right. being swept by by the Yankees. And he went six and two thirds. So again, this is good stuff by Rich Hill. This is a way way worse lineup than the Yankees. So you expect yes. some 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 productiveness again from Rich Hill, but. Again, Camden Yards is treacherous, and we've seen that in this series. You can flip a game rather quickly, and guys like John Means can get hit hard. Um, so hopefully he can keep the ball in, in the yard. If that happens, if if there are no home runs, I don't see how um, this would be a bad start for Rich Hill. Look, I'm impressed that Rich Hill has turned things around on a dime. I mean, Thanks. basically midway through April, we were like uh, – this guy's doesn't have it. He's, he's not yeah. there really, but yeah, but I think he's really started to turn a corner here. Can he stay healthy with his advanced age and not throwing as many uh, innings over the years? That's a big thing. I think he's fun to watch. I enjoy watching him. Just, I like seeing the mix from 67 miles per hour to 91 miles per hour. Look, this guy, grandpa is throwing like four miles an hour harder than Ryan Yarbrough. What does that tell you? That that's a problem right there. But Rich Hill's done a good job too of getting, you know, lots of O2, one, two counts working in his favor and going from there as well. I have to make an amendment to what you said. You said it's fun to watch Rich Hill. Um, I'll say it's been, it's been fun to watch Rich Hill lately. Yes. When he's successful, when he's on, I get that. Because in April he was so not fun to watch, but in May he has really been, uh, like you said, the, the arm angle, look at how he sometimes changes the arm angle. And that's just veteranship. That's it's so, it's so reminiscent to that, uh, major league character, the guy with all the Velcro and the Crisco and whatever on the chest. Oh, I bet Rich Hill is that guy. To yeah, the degree, uh, sure. you know, not, not not saying that he uses substance or anything, but he's just that veteran guy who just just knows how to pitch yeah. and he keeps going, keep going. Uh, look, so let's go. Uh, let's hope for the bats to to stay uh, alive because they go against Dean Kramer, who had a horrible April, but has turned it around in in May. Actually, he's been completing five innings in each outing in May now. The Rays, as we've noted, are worse against lefties this season, like mm-hmm. way worse. Uh, Dean Kramer's a righty. And so we're going to have to be able to see some some productiveness from the left side. So we're going to see some Austin Meadows, who had a great day the first, the first day of the series. Uh, I would love to see some Joey Wendell. I was, I was very surprised that we didn't see Joey Wendell yesterday. The fact uh, that Cash elects to sit... Brendan Lau, uh, Joey Wendell against the lefty, but keeps Brendan Lau against the lefty. That doesn't make much sense to me because if you look at Brendan Lau's splits this season, they have right. been horrific against lefties. So hopefully, it, you know, again, great saving catch, a pickup that he did for to end the eight, to end the game. So that's nice. But uh, I would love to see some Joey Wendell today uh, in the lineup. I am sure we will. Uh, let me get this out of the way before. Uh, this may or may not happen. I, I don't want to be trade guy like, hey, let's do this trade. This will work. But I'm just going to throw this out there right now okay. to end the show. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Angels are battered. They are playing for their lives at 18 and 24. They okay. just had Mike Trout go down for oh six my God. to eight weeks. Their oh pitching God. is a mess and continues to be a mess. The Rays have a rapport Ooh. with this front office, trading them under Strickland, Aaron Sleegers, Joe Madden connection, et cetera. 
Uh-huh. What about a package of Kevin Kiermeyer and or a Rich Hill or a Ryan Yarbrough, some pitcher, uh, Trevor Rich. I mean, the, the Angels might even take Trevor Richards at this point. Well, this might be the time to move KK and a pitcher who the Rays don't plan on bringing back next season. The I'm just issue, saying. No, get some and, prospects. Get what you and, can. The issue is the Angels don't really have that much uh, to to give. I don't even think that they're top ten in in, right. in the farm system. So I don't know if that's a good trade partner uh, for the race. But it does make sense for the Angels to get some guy for eight weeks to cover the outfield. Um, mm-hmm. Justin Upton also always gets hurt. So even if Mike Trout comes back and you don't, and you know Mike Trout's a center fielder, maybe if you have KK on one of the corners. Yeah. Well, that becomes a, a better defensive team because, my goodness, we saw that, and they're a mess. They're a hot mess yes. uh, with the glove. And Ryan Yarbrough would make that pitching staff <laughs> shine because right. we also saw how terrible that pitching staff is. So it makes sense from the Angels, but I don't know if the, the Angels have the pieces that Neander would say yes to. And by the way, I'll end with this. Who do you think you are, Mr. Kevin Weiss? I'm applying for a front no. office job. That's what do I'm you doing. Think, do you think you're Eric Neander trying to trying to take Jay Cronenworth away from KK's Choi Boys and offering up Harrison oh, Bader yeah. and Gary Sanchez? That's How a great trade. You? I don't know what you're talking about. This is People, our fantasy baseball trade. That is a great trade. You need a catcher. Your catchers suck. You need some outfield depth, and I think that's a fair trade, quite frankly. People on Twitter agreed with me. They just, they, they viscerated yeah, well, the Well, you didn't give them the context of the categories and the stats <sighs> and everything that's they built need to. into that. They, did, you, did you share every, uh, both of our rosters and what we have and what they, we're they starting need to. with? It was just a bad trade all around. I, I don't know if how many hours do I do I have until I can propose a new trade or whatever. And you can. I mean, de- you could decline. You it. can propose as many trades as you want. I mean, yeah. No, I don't for know that why one. you're just letting. Yeah, you. I don't know. I, I mean, if you don't like the trade, you should go ahead and decline it instead of I just will decline letting it in leave. five minutes. Right after okay. we hit record off, I will decline that trade. Thank you, Twitter your people. Mistake. Thank you. Your Thank you so much. <laughs> Look. Just like the angels are in desperation, you're in desperation. So <laughs> desperation. I figured I would make an offer and, and try to figure something right. out with that. Okay. Uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you on Friday.